Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the skeptical one. I'm Erin, the believer. And here we go. I know I was listening to Lizzo before you walked oh, in. Love Lizzo. Dancing. I've learned that TikTok dance. It's fine. I didn't even know there was a new TikTok Oh, dance. there's a total TikTok okay, dance. Okay, get up and show me. Let's see it. Oh, no, not right now. <laughs> Trust me, when it comes on, I do it. Sophie hates it. Oh, my gosh. She's well, like, please how do I play it? How do I play it? No, I'm not going to do it right now during the recording. Oh, they can't but you will see do me. It. Yeah, next okay. time it plays, I will show you the part that I know. Next time it plays, when am I going to be around when Lizzo plays? Lizzo, have you turned on the radio once? It's nope. on every time you turn on the radio. It's about damn time it's playing. I don't listen to the radio. I listen to podcasts, NPR. <sighs> and then when I listen to music, it's when I cook. And it is Pandora, Otis Redding. That's oh, what well, I got for you. All right. I don't care about music except for Lizzo, pretty uh, much. Well, yeah, I do love Lizzo. Yeah, I, I love Lizzo. I can't put Lizzo on Pandora, though, because <laughs> it's the channel. Oh, so yeah. So not only is Lizzo a little explicit, but whatever else is going to come out of there. And then it's for hey, everybody, right? Yeah, everybody's going to hear it. So I have to edit that part of my life, unfortunately. Oh, right, right. I know. I don't ever get to just, like, blare at my house because there's always kids running around. But, mm -hmm. man, I love it so much. They ruin everything, don't they? They <laughs> truly do. <laughs> truly, truly. Not Lizzo. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they knew. <laughs> Nobody ever thought we were talking about Lizzo ruining anything. Right. Um, I have been watching... All of Hacks. Oh, so good. I tried watching it when season one came out, and I didn't like it. I mm -hmm. stopped after the second episode. I think I must have been in a bad mood. I don't understand, because I didn't like it. Someday you'll learn to trust me. I kept saying, no, you will like the show. I've also fully decided I'm going to stop watching Severance. I can't. It's too heavy. I want to <laughs> okay. sleep every time I watch it. All right, fine. Um, So I can't always trust your opinion. But <laughs> I do really love Hacks and... Yes. Did you recognize who the forty-year-old guy who who picks up who picks her up? No, this is in season two. I don't want to be too spoily, but if you're like on the edge of whether or not you want to watch it, you're gonna want to watch it after you find out who it was. Who was it? No, I didn't. Recognize you didn't recognize him. him? Mm. Okay, first of all, to set the scene for those of you who don't know, they're mm -hmm. in a bar, and Deborah, Jean Smart. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love. I love oh, her too. How old do you so think good. she is? Oh, late 60s? Uh, yeah, mid to late 60s. Okay. So they're at this bar, and this, like, hot 40-year-old mm -hmm, guy mm -hmm. starts uh, coming on to her. And first of all, don't notice anything. I'm just like, oh, yeah, he's good looking. This is fun. And then he gives some look, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I know who that is. Who was it? Like, first love of my life. I don't know. It's a little bit hazy who came first. Benny from the Sandlot. <laughs> oh, Benny from the Sandlot was good. Gorgeous. What does he look like now? I don't think he's as hot. I've looked oh. him up and he does not. He went through a real awkward phase. But so did this guy. Great personality, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> People who get hot real early in life typically have great personalities. I feel like as long as you have one awkward bad period in your life you're gonna be kind of well-rounded okay that is true i mean that's what happened to me <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i ever left that awkward oh. definitely rounded oh my gosh oh, period of my life so it was either between benny from the sandlot or junior from little giants aka devon sawa oh funny that was devon sawa that was devon sawa now talk about an awkward phase when okay. he 
hit about 17. Mm. Like Final Destination movies started coming mm. out. Looked a little different mm-hmm. than that Idle Hands movie came out. And I was like, that's not my Devin Sawa. <laughs> I don't know who that man is. It's not him. And then I like gave up on him. But boy, he came back around in the 40s. Oh, okay. He was hot. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. Devin Sawa in Little Giants was like my sexual awakening. When I was, <laughs> when I was about 11 year olds, I was like, whoa. Hello. Who is that? What's happening to myself right now? I, I don't know. <laughs> and I kind of looked a little bit like Icebox. I was kind of <laughs> thick. <laughs> little girl in it. I was like, yeah, I get it, girl. I get it. I would be a cheerleader for him, too. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, man, he's hot. You're going to be so sad. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. You've never seen Little Giants? Mm-mm. That I've is not even just it. a kid's movie. I would watch that right really? now. Could that be our next movie night? <laughs> um, Miss Detweiler would be so happy. Why? Because she, she hates, oh, scary, she hates movies, scary movies, but she wants to watch a movie with us. I know Paula would love it. We could have a Miss <sighs> Detweiler night. I feel like I could recite it. I got an idea. Let's find out when Miss Detweiler's birthday is. <laughs> and for her birthday month, we'll just one time a year. Okay. We'll do a non-scary movie for Miss Detweiler. And for anybody who wants to come. That'd oh, yeah. be fun. It's also kind of weird she's not a Patreon. <laughs> uh, but in honor of her. We could have a non-scary open movie. A non-scary just one just one time. One time for Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, if you... Loved him in Little Giants. I would love to hear about it because not you, but people listening. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Then he was in Casper and then he was in Now and Then. It was like all. Yeah. Everything. He, he kind of hit his stride there for a while. Right. I was like the perfect age to fall madly in love with him. Nice. You got to see his butt in Now and Ooh, Then, although it was probably a double. Girl. But let me tell you, by that time I was about 14 and I was like, that's his butt. <laughs> I'm seeing his butt. And it was oh, amazing. What movie? I remember us rewinding i mean over and over and over again i think it was um oh what's the movie thelma and louise, thelma louise with brad pitt brad pitt oh. but you get to see brad pitt's butt in that movie yeah you and do i can remember i don't know remember how old but like all little girlfriends around just like here it is here it's coming and then we would <laughs> watch it and i mean we had to rewound that movie a million times just worn out in that one spot yeah yeah <laughs> and now you could just go anywhere on the internet and look for a butt I know. It's, it's just so, so sad. sad. <laughs> Where's the nostalgia? Yeah. Uh, Where's the excitement? Where's the thrill? Right. Someday they're going to like girls that are young now. Are like, remember we just looked at porn. That <laughs> was just so nostalgic. Now it's just, you walk down the street. Right. You just see it happening right, right around the corner. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. No, I was madly in love with Devin Sawa. So it was so fun. He made one look and I was like, that is, that's my man. That's your guy. You're, you're yeah. sold. I know. I was really excited. Oh, I've been so aren't you so happy for Gene Smart? I'm so happy. <laughs> and then I told Kevin the next day, I was like, uh, my first love was this I got guy. to watch him last night. Nice. And he was like, Were you jealous? And I said, Heck no. I put myself right in her spot. <laughs> Thought about it. I was like, Oh, he looked like a good kisser too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I did not watch Little Giant, so I'll have to go back and watch that on I I really can't believe you didn't watch that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like honestly. I know you don't like kids' movies, but that movie is great, and you can watch it with your kids. Okay, well, I'll give it a go. Please give it a go. I love it. Okay. And if you really hate it, just send your kids over to me, and I'll watch it with them. If I watch it and hate it, then you have to finish Severance. Oh, no, because you can hate all <laughs> you. You're going to hate it. I know you're going to. Uh, okay. 
All right. Well, um, I have the world's longest story that might yes. end up being a two-parter. Oh my gosh. It's so long. And it's I so long wait. and it's great. Yes. You were blind reacting in front of me <laughs> while you were reading I was that. preparing. Excuse me. <laughs> yes, you, were, you were doing your research, but it sounds like it's going to be a good one. It so, is good. Well, hold your horses because I have a good one as well. Okay, fine. You go first. Okay. So we have Angie again. Okay, the Angie. Amazing, amazing Angie again. Up your alley, Angie. Up your alley, Angie, as we like to call her. I mean, we got so many little <laughs> nicknames for her. I love it. Um, but Angie, oh, Angie's just funny. She's very quirky, very hilarious. And she does her legwork for us. Yeah. So she sent out a little all call for spooky stories for our podcast. Which, love it. Thank you. That is that's how you get to be fan favorite right there. Right. And she also once blared us through her whole, to her whole neighborhood. Remember that? Oh, time? that's right. Yeah. <laughs> She's really doing God's work. She really, really is. And we really appreciate it. Angie. It might've been an accident, but it was kismet. Yes, that's right. I'm sure we got some listeners out of that. Ah, right? Absolutely. How could you not? <laughs> so Angie did some hustling for us and she got us a story. Awesome. Hello, ladies. I posted on my Facebook asking for stories for you guys. And later that night, my cousin Lori sent me a messenger story. I was shook. Mm. Shook. All capital letters. Mm. Just so you know, Musham is grandpa in Cree. Oh. So, so we're going to hear about Musham. And I bet I know what your goodbye is going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, don't spoiler <laughs> alert. Aaron Taylor. That was actually really smart. I hadn't thought about it yet. <laughs> So here's her cut and paste story in her words. The time I got pissy with all my cousins in Misham's basement and tried to tell on everyone is the title. (laughs) Okay, I love it. Also, last week was in Misham's basement, even though that's not what they called her. Well, we'll get ready. Okay. So you're talking about Jason? Yeah. Brownie? Yeah. Get ready. And by the way, what if they're related? Oh, that'd be so weird. That would be wild. Okay. Yeah, like they're cousins? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, also... This story, Angie sent us this story March 22nd. Oh. So way before Jason sent us that story. Jason sent his in April. Oh, wow. Right? That is so weird. Okay. So get ready because as soon as I read this, I thought, oh, the parallels in these two stories. Huh. If you don't know what we're talking about, last week's episode was Jason's story. Episode 84, Florida Water. There you go. Listen to that and then come back and listen to this one. Why haven't you listened to all the episodes yet? That's weird. Okay. (laughs) I started going up the stairs and there was a little man sitting on the stairs with his hands on his lap. He was dressed somewhat like a leprechaun and said, come with me. What? I looked up and he had hooved feet and a tail with a spear at the end. He had knickers and a vest on and a hat. I screamed and ran back downstairs and never told anyone. Oh my gosh. So that's just her. That's Lori, her cousin's little snippet of like a, this happened and I never told anybody about it when I was a kid. And this was at her Musham's house. This was at Musham's house. But this is why it shook Angie. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, she could get that story and be like, oh, okay, whatever. But here's why it shook her. Okay. Now here, and this is now Angie talking. Okay. Now here's a backstory about this house. Once our Musham passed away, my parents bought the house from the estate and renovated it. This is the house I wrote about in the, with the crying woman. So her oh, other yeah. story. Mm-hmm. This story is from both Lori and my memory from our Aunt Lucille. I'm sorry. Is Lori the cousin who wrote? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so this happened. This is Aunt Lucille's story that happened about 45 to 50 years ago. Okay. My aunt would have been 13 years old and our Uncle Gerald would have been about 9 to 10. 
They and a group of kids were playing hide and seek. They hid in the basement under the stairs. Technically, they were cheating because they were supposed to be hiding in the yard, not the house. Mm. <laughs> Sneaky. Mm -hmm. So after being in their hiding spot for forever, they decided to go back outside to accept their title of being great hiders. But as they trudged up those same stairs, Cousin Lori interacted with the leprechaun at. They freaked and turned around and ran back down the stairs and hid under a blanket, shaking and not talking with each other. They stayed under there for who knows how long, but long enough that all the other kids went home. Oh my gosh, that's quite a game. Mm -hmm. Don't play with those kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If those kids are just going to give up on you and not let you know. Right, right. So something freaked them out, both right. of them, but they didn't talk about it. So okay. they had already told them, like, Aunt Lucille's story was just like, there's something scary on those stairs. Oh, okay. 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 So we'll get to my debunk in a minute. But. Okay. Now, this is Angie's story. Mm -hmm. My story of that fogging leprechaun. <laughs> September 24th was Thursday, 1981. I love she knows the day to a T. Okay. I had started figure skating again. I was tired and cold and came home and fell asleep around, around 8 p.m. Why would I just say 9 p.m. when she wrote 8 p.m.? <laughs> I don't know. Changed, like, why does my brain do that? It just changed the time. I don't know. I guess I'm like, bedtime is 9, not 8. I was tired and cold and came home and fell asleep at 8 p.m. I woke with a horrible nightmare. I was crying when I came down the stairs and found mm. my mom sitting in the living room. This is what I told her. My dream starts with me in the curling rink and then in parentheses. I hope you know what that means. I do not. I believe it's like the ice, like an ice rink. Oh, 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 right. I, I thought you meant like she, this was in her house, but this is her dream. This I'm, is her dream. I'm back. I see this horse-drawn wagon. Weird, since that's not a normal thing in my hometown. Again, NWT of Canada, North Northwest tip. Sure. You like that? Yeah, that was pretty good. Let me, let me see. I, I did ask Anna <laughs> what she thought about Lizzie, and she responded, oh, Northwest Territory. Oh, look at you. pretty close. That is Just the, the tip. Same. Okay. What's wrong? Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Just the tip. There's our title. <laughs> <laughs> cannot be our title, Aaron. Although we could that, go a lot. That of, one sexy, what, what was the one? Sex, sex in my hand. Sex in my hand got so many likes. <laughs> just the <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm blushing just thinking about that being her title. <laughs> okay. Okay. So she's dreaming about this horse drawn wagon. Okay. Right? Uh huh. It had three coffins on the back of the wagon. What the hell? Yeah. This is definitely a dream because I climbed up on the wagon to look up close into the wagon. I guess that's something normally she would never do. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The next line. I would never have done this in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I see these plaques on each coffin, and the first one has our family name in a script font. I immediately knew it was my mushum. I turned and looked at the other two and saw two other surnames of families that I knew. Hmm. I got down, and all of a sudden, the leprechaun was in front of me. I freaked as I watched him move in a quick, darting way. Creepy capital letters. Ugh. I ran away, and he chased me with the horse and wagon. Of course, I ended up in the graveyard, hiding behind markers and headstones, and then I woke up. My leprechaun didn't have hooves or a tail, but he looked like a chimney sweeper from Mary Poppins and was very tiny. Oh. I never knew about my aunt and uncle seeing their leprechaun until I was an adult, and last night was the first time I heard about Lori's interaction. 
Mm. The sad part is that Musham passed away the next day after her dream. Oh, my gosh. And the other two surnames lost family members in the next two weeks. Oh, whoa. Right? That's really weird. That is wild. Gents Cravens, help my Bob. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking to? Natalie, how'd I do? Gents Cravens, help my Bob. <laughs> I think I nailed it. I think I nailed it. It means like, Jesus Christ, help. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Aaron. Well, okay. Then that makes more sense. Because I was like, that was the, the, the like climax of the story. You just interrupted I know. me. No, I'm shocked. <laughs> I've been saving it. For those of you who okay. don't know. Say it again. Jens Craven, help my bob. <laughs> It sounded better when Natalie said it. <laughs> Natalie, our beautiful purple-haired oh, Scottish fan. Love her so much. I love her. She has started something on our Facebook where she yeah, gives tells us- you weird things people in Scotland say. Yes. And yeah. I love it. And that was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Okay. So I was like, oh, I'm going to save that for tonight. I got to wait until she says something shocking. Jen's Craven, help my bob. Wow. What does it mean? I just told you what it meant. <laughs> but I mean, wh- why? What? She explains it. Oh, I'll have to In go back detail. You're going to have to watch it. Yes, Hold I on. Will. I'm going to find it really quick. I feel quick. like I've watched them all, but I don't understand a lot of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Natalie. I love every second of it, but I'm like, what is she talking about? Like, I think it took me about like two takes of the first time to go, oh, she's teaching us stuff. <laughs> I love it, but I'm just so country. Like, you got to talk slower. You got to have it long and drawn out. Like she speaks so quickly and it's so beautiful. But I'm like, I think she's speaking a foreign language. Well, almost. Yeah. Here, I'm going to let her say it okay. once and then nice. Jinx Cravens help my bob. Jinx Craven help my bob. Jinx Craven. Jinx Craven help my bob. I think James. James Craven. Jinx Cravens help my bob. So Jinx. Jings. Jings. Cravens. Jings. Jings. Cravens. Help my bob. Jings. Craven. Help my bob. Oh my gosh. That's the best you've ever sounded. I like rolled something in there. There is a sound I rolled in there. I've you never did rolled so anything. so well. Other than a, I think Natalie is going to be nothing but impressed. Oh, I think so too. Man, that like made my everything like tighten up. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh i like laughed so hard because i got I nailed it but like like my skin got tight oh i'm sunburned i'm sunburned i forgot I sunburned. <laughs> oh my gosh Shut up. okay oh, i need more tequila me too james craven help my bob help my bob help my bob yeah mm-hmm. what would that be the equivalent of saying like Holy shit. Like, <laughs> Jesus, Mother, Mary, Mother, and Joseph. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think, hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like I am all of a sudden really good at rolling my R's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, newfound hidden talent. It'll go away after tonight. I guarantee it. <laughs> okay. Back to Angie's story. Okay. That is really weird that it's like a common thread. Well, hold on. So, oh. So, let I me mean, just make sure I said all of it. Right, so the two, and then the two surnames lost family members in the next two weeks. 
That's all for me. I need to ask the rest of my family for more. Yes, please. <laughs> Absolutely. And then she says, la, 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 la. <laughs> Angie again. By the way, each time you say up your alley, it becomes a drinking game for me. And of course, <laughs> it's just coffee. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, what a wild story. I thought it was really wild. I just randomly thought, oh, let, let's go back and see if Angie has anything. Yeah. Looked up Angie. She's got one sitting there for us. And it happened to be a leprechaun. And we had a that brownie so last weird. Week. And he said that it was like wearing a leprechaun type hat. Right. Now, I want to know, nothing so much about her story and mm-hmm. her dream mm-hmm. felt like a leprechaun other than the she, size. Was she, it wearing leprechaun clothes? She said it looked like a little chimney sweeper, but it was yeah. so tiny that it that that's what it made her think of was a leprechaun. The only, when I think of a chimney sweeper, I only think of Dick Van Dyke. Which is what she says in Mary Poppins. Okay. Okay. Huh. That's so weird. Yeah. I don't know. I guess the size is what really makes it the leprechaun-like being. Yeah. But we have kind of an interesting back and forth going on Facebook right now about whether a leprechaun or what was a a brownie is called, or is a fae? Or a cryptid. Or yeah. a cryptid. And some people right. are saying phase are cryptids. But then I feel like there's a whole category of people out there. Yeah, and they're like, don't offend mm-mm, the fae. Mm-mm. Yeah, don't call so them So I'm going to go on record and say, fae, whatever you want to be called is what I'm going to call you. Oh, okay. Aaron's on that. But I'm going to say that I don't think phase are cryptids because I <gasps> oh, don't think oh, they're real. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't want to test that theory. I don't want to test that theory. Oh. I would much rather a scary ghost than a creepy not creepy beautiful oh. fairy you slipped you uh, slipped a uh, fairy they you no 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 you I'm seriously sure. Aaron at yeah your they're age, mischievous okay. and and in a, in a delightful way I don't you are going to mind that people really Believe. I wish you could see my eyes right now because I don't like where this conversation I, and also, is going. I am really slowing down my speech because I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to offend anybody. But yeah, don't offend the fae. That there are the fairies out there. Yeah. For real, fairies. I almost feel like fairies are more believable than Bigfoot. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even know who no, you are. No, I don't know. I think Bigfoot is definitely very plausible. Bigfoot literally looks (laughs) like a hairy human being Uh that just has not evolved completely. Okay. That, uh, hello, (laughs) is so believable. Okay. Whereas, where did the fae happen in evolution? We like, we we grew real big and then all of a sudden it was like, like what? Poof. Oh, no, I think they're, they're totally different. Started off really teeny tiny. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> You're they, so full of shit. They don't know. I don't know. Of course, I don't know. Who? What makes you think I would know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, if they're real, I don't want oh to piss gosh. them off. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So if any of them show up, I'm gonna be like, go to her house. Mm-hmm. It's right there. I'll point it out. Mm-hmm. She's the one who doesn't believe you. And mm-hmm. Called you ugly. That's what I'm <laughs> oh my god. I would give everything in my bank account to see a fae. Everything in your bank account? It ain't much. Oh, I am nervous. Give it, I would give it just so that I could be like, I okay, fine. There it is. Huh? Okay. I mean, that would be 
hilarious. Like I would, I would. What love, if they wreck havoc on your whole life? It'd be worth it. I mean, like, <laughs> oh my I gosh, I've seen one. Turns out, this whole time, I thought reality was reality. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so, all right. So I think my debunk goes to this. Lori had probably heard her aunt's story, whereas Angie hadn't really heard that story quite yet, or okay. had, they heard it at different times. But Lori... Did we ever get to hear Lucille's, what it was? So, yeah, Lucille's story, Aunt Lucille's story, she just kind of says it gets spooked at the yeah, stairs. Yeah, we never find if, out what they saw. Yeah, I don't know if Angie, like, forgot a line or forgot to tell us a little bit about that. But it sounds like they eventually say it was a leprechaun. Like, whether they go into a description about what they saw hmm. exactly. Yeah. Something on those stairs scared them. So I think that was implanted in Lori's head. Lori then, years later, is playing hide-and-go-seek. Yeah. Or was Lucille playing hide-and-go-seek? <laughs> Lucille was playing hide-and-seek. Somebody was playing. So, but I think, anyway, I think Lori kind of had that in her mind, that something scary is going to happen on those stairs. She has watched a kid's movie, The Labyrinth. I mean, watch that movie. That oh, movie is fucked up. That movie is so weird. It's I just so watched good. it recently for the oh, first time. It's so good. It's so yeah. freaky. But that sounds like that being yeah. from The Labyrinth. So you watch that, then you're going up those spooky stairs, and then it just, it makes you feel like that's what's there. Yeah, it is very odd. I would love to hear after Angie has, you know, talked to her family, if mm -hmm. anybody else has a weird leprechaun story. Yeah, yeah, like, is this a, a family trend, or is this, did it originate with one story right. of two kids playing a prank on everybody, or two kids that scared each other somehow, Yeah, and it has morphed into this, like, family urban legend and now Angie then later has a dream. I mean, that's, she even says it's a dream. But was it like um, a premonition? And what do yeah. I feel about that? I don't know. That part's really weird. Her grant, her mushka, what was it? Mushman. Mushum, mushum. Mushum. Her mushum. Her mushum passed away the very next day. Yeah. And then the dream. next two people. Right. Oh, that, that is sounds, weird. That sounds like a premonition to yeah. me, which doesn't have anything to do with the leprechauns. Okay. But the fact that it had some sort of like small being in her story, she has like linked those together. Yeah. In I hate the darting, like Ew. darting. Ugh. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't like any kind of jerky movement. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nobody likes that. No, thank you. Okay. Well, thank awesome. you, Angie. Yes. yes. Thank you, Angie and cousin Lori. And keep them coming. Absolutely. You all take a page out of Angie's book uh -huh. and start pressing your family for more stories. Please, 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 please. We need stories. Okay. Well, I have a story from a new writer. <laughs> oh, so exciting. It's called The Ghost of a Samurai Haunts My Apartment in Japan? Question mark. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me tell you this. I gave you this story. You did. Mm -hmm. You did. I gave it to you. I walked in saying, this. we need to read the story tonight. Yeah. Erin saw the size of the font. She said, I'll read it. I, that is true. <laughs> I know, like my editing things, I was like, I'll take it. Last time, the font was really small and I did okay. You did. <laughs> you did. You did not hear. You heard the edited version. <laughs> all right, fine. Fine. I'm oh, not getting glasses. It also says, oh, and maybe a kitty cat too. Oh, okay. Wait, the samurai is haunting the kitty cat or the kitty cat is really the one doing okay, the haunting? I'll, I'll say it again. The ghost of a samurai haunts my apartment in Japan, question mark. Oh, and maybe a kitty cat, too. Hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm intrigued. Either right. way, I mean, with a title like that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, nah, I'm yeah, past. I don't know if I want to hear this story. <laughs> Please, let's hear it. Okay, this story is so long that I might do it in two parts. Mm -hmm. We're going to see how long this takes me. Okay. 
Sounds good. But it's great. Everything I read so far, I'm like, love it. Okay. Hello, ladies. My name is Jenny, she, her, and I am sending this to you all the way from Yokosaka, Japan. Wow, that's amazing. Then it says, go ahead and try to pronounce that one. Yeah. I've been here for two years and I still can't get it right. <laughs> There's no way I said it right. Oh, that makes me feel good, though, that she's been there for two years. <laughs> right? Strap yourselves in. This might be a long one. Okay, I'm here. I have been listening to your podcast since my family and I moved to a U.S. Navy base in Japan during the height of COVID back in 2020. Oh, my gosh. I know. Isn't that weird? I love it so much. That is wild. I need okay. to know how you found us. Yes, please tell us how. She does not go into detail about how. Okay. But she does. Uh, I would say that I would cut all this, but it's so nice. I'm going to read all of it. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's hear it. As soon as we arrived here, my husband immediately deployed and left me and my two uh -huh. daughters who are now six and four to establish a life in a foreign country in the midst of a pandemic. Oh my God. All by ourselves. Oh my gosh. That's awful. I know. Since moving here, he has been on a schedule where he deploys every six months, then is home for another six months and mm. then gone again. Oh man. For the two years we have been here, we have only had him home for a little less than 12 months. Oh my gosh. That's wild. I know. I don't know. I mean, anybody who's married to somebody who has to deploy mm -mm. like my sister-in-law, Kevin's brother mm -hmm. is in the Navy. Mm -hmm. I mean, those mm. are superheroes. They because, are. Whew, not just, I mean, like, thank you for your service. Those oh, people who are, who are going out, but the wives and the families, the families who are left 100%. behind to take care of everything. Yeah. Wow. Thank Makes you for your service. Really feel guilty about bitching about not doing the <laughs> dishes or <laughs> hey, yeah, never mind. Nope. Nope. No, no. I felt guilt for a second, but <laughs> it's your house too, buddy. And guess what? You're not deployed. Um, yeah, she, he's not deployed. Right. But guess what, Jenny? When he's home, he better be doing those dishes. He's it's sure. his house, too. That's right. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Cool, go ahead. <laughs> Jason, you out there still? <laughs> he is currently deployed again, and let me tell you, listening to you girls has been such a lifesaver on the long, lonely nights and during the days Aww. where life feels like a groundhog day. Wow. I often listen to you on my headphones while I'm bebopping around my small on-base apartment doing housework, and I can't help but burst out laughing when I listen to you guys banter back Aww. and forth. I once even spit out my coffee all over my <laughs> freshly folded laundry. Oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> because I was laughing so hard. Face palm. My daughter always asks me what I'm listening to, and as soon as she sees my headphones in, she says, oh, you're listening to your spooky podcast, aren't you, Mommy? Aw. Thank you so much for being such a source of joy, light, and laughter during such a trying time in my life. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, on to my story. Wow. I know. So Thank you, nice. Jenny. That is so nice. Thank I know. You. I'm not cutting any of that. That's no. so nice. Yes. You all need to hear how much <laughs> Jenny loves us. What an impact you're making on the world. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, thank you, Jenny. The, those words are wonderful. Yes. I have only had one or two spooky experiences in my life prior to moving to Japan. But since moving into our apartment on the U.S. Navy base here, life has been far from mundane. Mm. I have always loved ghost stories, and I've always claimed that I'm jealous of people who have had spooky encounters. But if I'm totally honest, I am a really huge chicken, and mm. I thought I would be scared shitless if I ever lived in a haunted place. Mm. When we first moved into our apartment, nothing felt off at all. In fact, it was a nice, cozy place with a beautiful view of a Japanese cliffside with cherry blossom trees surrounding the building. Wow. A few weeks after my daughters and I moved in, I was lying in bed at about 4 a.m., still struggling to adjust to the time difference of living on the other side of the world hmm. and getting used to being in a new apartment. I was reading a book, a spooky one, of course, 
when I felt my cat jump up on the foot of my bed. I sat up to say hi to him and couldn't sit all the way up because he was already fast asleep on my stomach. I know I felt something jump up on the foot of my bed and I felt the little imprints of Paul's on the mattress moving toward me. Hmm. It happened several more times over the next week and continues to happen to this day. We had another cat who passed away shortly before we moved here. So I like to think it's him coming to say hello and to let us know he's still with us. Sweet, right? But wait. Uh Uh-oh. That was the first strange incident that happened. But then all sorts of strange stuff happened around here. We have a long, dark hallway in the back of our apartment that is lined with four doorways, three bedrooms, and a bathroom. Wow. Due to all the earthquakes in Japan, there are very strict building codes, and our apartment Mm. has very few windows and is very dark and tunnel-like. Ooh, that's weird. Keep that in mind. It will be important later. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Cue the creepy music. At first, I started seeing a non-distinct dark shadow at the end of the hall at all times of the day and night. I blew it off thinking I was just getting used to strange lighting in the apartment. Hmm. Then, slowly, I would see the shadow, which was approximately the size of a grown man with very broad shoulders and stocky legs. Uh, oh, the fact that she can oh. see the legs. Yeah. Appear to dart across the hallway from my room to my oldest daughter's room at the far end of the hall. Again, I tried to ignore it, as I never felt scared or huh. like I was in danger. That's so weird when people see things like this and they don't I feel scared. Just wait. She goes into it. Okay. Remember, I'm a huge chicken when it comes to spooky things. I continued to see the shadow, but it slowly started to make its way from my oldest daughter's room to the bathroom and my youngest daughter's room. But I never saw it in the living room or main part of the apartment where there were windows and does not feel like a tunnel. Huh. Gradually, I got used to it and just accepted it, which sounds so strange. If someone told me that, I would tell them, girl, are you nuts? How can you live there? But it almost felt just like a shy roommate I saw sometimes. What? I know. <laughs> I never felt scared. That is until my daughter's best friend came over for a sleepover. Hmm. I have never mentioned the shadow to my friends or their kids because I didn't want them to be scared to come over. So when my daughter's friend came over, they were doing all the classic five-year-old sleepover shenanigans. Like screaming, running around like crazy people, and driving me crazy. (laughs) So I naturally sent them to my daughter's room to play so I could make dinner, a.k.a. have a large (laughs) glass of wine. (laughs) My kind of dinner. Right? I heard a blood-curdling scream, and my daughter's friend came running down the hall as fast as possible, crying, saying that she saw a man's face with a helmet on in my daughter's room. I tried to remain calm and act like it was nothing, which I'm sure I failed miserably at uh-huh. and tell her it was nothing while shoving all the kiddos into the kitchen and grabbing the wooden spoon I was making dinner with and heading to her room. What was I going to do with that wooden spoon? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe spank the intruder old school <laughs> style like grandma did. <laughs> but I went to her room in full mama bear mode, trying not to pee my pants and peeked around the corner. Uh, uh, there's nothing worse than realizing that you're the only person in charge in that You're moment. the adult. Like, <sighs> when did we become the adults? It's the worst feeling. It, it is. And it, it hits you at the weirdest time. Yeah. Like, when I see something on the ground that I know no one else is going to pick up yeah. but me. Yeah. Like, when the hell did this happen? When did I become the one responsible for right. picking off the booger off the wall? <laughs> Ew. Yeah, you weren't... <laughs> <laughs> 
really non-scary with that scenario. (laughs) That's what I mean, though. Sometimes it just hits at weird times. Right. But yes, absolutely. Like when you hear a noise in the middle of the night. Yeah. And you're the one responsible for figuring out what to do with that noise. It Mm -mm. is the worst. Mm -mm. It's the worst. You want to call mom and dad. Yeah. Mom and dad. (laughs) Come over here. Yeah. But I went to her room in full mama bear mode, trying not to pee my pants and peeked around the corner. Thankfully, there was nothing out of the ordinary. I went back to the kitchen and told them there was no one there, but her friend was so scared she asked to go home and is still scared of my daughter's room. Shortly after that, my then five-year-old daughter started talking about a new friend she has. And like a good mom, I asked her about her friend, said, (laughs) "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, and quickly (laughs) tuned her out after she went on and on about him. I love Jenny. Jenny is our kind of people. She's one of our people. Oh, it's great. Mom of the year award, I know. But I started to pay attention the moment she said, and oh yeah, he's a ghost. Um, What? What? She said. (laughs) She said, yeah, he likes to hang out in my room at night and he follows me around when I'm in the hallway, which remember very much resembles a tunnel. I had an imaginary friend as a kid, so I tried to convince myself that it was nothing but that. But the coincidence of what I had been seeing did leave me a little disconcerted. Mm. I would hear her talking to him in her room and in the hallway, but she always insisted he was very nice, but very shy. Remember that one too for later. Once she told me that I started to have lots of other spooky things happen. Could be that she spooked me and my mind was totally screwing with me, but I swear all the shit I saw and heard is real. Hmm. When I was in my room, after I got my kids in bed at night, I would hear little footsteps like a toddler walking into my room to get a glass of water but I could see both of my kids in bed on the video monitors. Again, it didn't creep me out. I have no idea why, because there is nothing (laughs) creepier than little footsteps in the middle of the night. I don't care if they're a real kid or ghost feet. Absolutely, Jenny. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, But also, I'm like, that's not a samurai. Or do you you picture him like, well, I don't want to be too loud. (laughs) So he's like tiptoeing as quiet as he can. (laughs) No, we get a a backstory of what she thinks it is. He's the cutest little samurai ever. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) But it happens almost every night Still now. Still happens. Yeah. Oh, wild. That's wild. Then I started hearing a little voice saying, Mommy, Mommy. Oh. Not in a scary way, but in a voice that sounds like a scared small child who is lost. Remember that one, too. I know this list of things <laughs> of remembering is getting too long. <laughs> I'll take notes over here. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast. Wait, <laughs> did I eat breakfast? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> many, many people have reported hearing and seeing the ghost of a very small child in many of the apartments on base, and people have linked it to this very tragic incident that happened about 10 years ago on base. Okay, so there's a trigger warning. Thank you, Jenny, for including that. Um, I'm going to say maybe like skip a minute and a half if you just don't want to be triggered by anything. I'm going to tell you what the warning is. If it's not for you, skip it, and that's totally fine. Trigger warning for child loss and suicide for the rest of this paragraph. Mm. A young Navy wife sadly lost her young child in an accident while her husband was deployed and in the depths of her heartache, she took her own life mm. in her apartment on base. Wow. Since that happened, people say that the ghost of the little girl is that of the girl who died. And she is searching the base, trying desperately to find her mommy. Oh. When I learned that story, it completely broke my heart. And I often find myself telling the voice that it's okay and that her mommy is okay and she can rest and we'll see her again. Oh, Okay, sorry for the sad turn in the story, but now on to the more upbeat and hair-raising tale of ghosts from days long gone by. Mm. 
All of this activity in my apartment really started to increase around Halloween, my favorite holiday. So I decided to embrace the spooky season Mm. and my spooky apartment and try to find a haunted house or pumpkin patch like we have back home around the area where I live. However, Halloween isn't a big thing in Japan. Hmm. That's what I was just wondering. Yeah. So I decided to Google scary Japanese legends and haunted areas. Ooh, that's opening Pandora's box. (laughs) Okay. I stumbled on a website about the 10 most haunted places in Japan. And guess what I found out? Mm -mm. Pause for dramatic effect. Her apartment. Number three on the list is literally 100 yards from my apartment building. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. I'm totally going to leave you hanging on what that haunted place is while I delve into the history of the base I live on. Oh, Jenny. I love Jenny. (laughs) Because I'm mean, LOL. (laughs) And also because it's important to explain what I think is going on in my apartment. So the base was originally a Japanese Imperial Naval Base located on the Bay of Tokyo that was established in 1870. Due to the terrain of the area, tunnels tunnels had to be built through hillside like the one directly behind my building, to allow movement of troops and supplies from one side of the base to the other. Add that one to the growing list of things to remember. (laughs) Since it was built in the late 1800s, it has been the setting of many tragedies and the setting for lots of folklore. Mm. In 1917, a ship sank in the harbor, killing most of the crew. Mm. During the Great Kanto earthquake in 1923, much of the base was destroyed, and again, many people were killed on the piers, which are less than half a mile away from my building. Hmm. Following the attacks of Pearl Harbor, American forces bombed the base, again killing countless people. Hmm. It has been an American Navy base since the 1940s, and there have been several modern tragedies as well. Let's just say that with the, with that history, there are bound to be lots of ghosties wandering around the place. Hmm. All right, enough of the history lesson, now onto the good stuff. I mentioned the network of tunnels that were built in 1870 for troop movement. And I remembered them. Oh, good for you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. She told me to. (laughs) Well, one of the main tunnels is less than the block from my building. That tunnel, Gridley Gridley Tunnel, is said to be the site of one of the last battles between the samurai and modern Japanese forces Mm. after the samurai class was outlawed in 1868. Mm. Legend has it that a lone samurai was traveling through the tunnel on a cold, rainy night on a mission to avenge the death of his master as his final mission as one of the last remaining samurai. Sadly, they say he was ambushed and murdered in the tunnel before he could complete his final mission. Hmm. And he is trapped inside the tunnel destined to haunt it forever. Hmm. Wow. I know. Right. There are countless stories from people who have been stationed here who have claimed to see him, especially on cold rainy nights when they go through the tunnel, even now. It has since been converted to a road to make getting around base faster, and you can walk or drive through it. There have been several car crashes in the tunnel, and all the people claim they crashed because when they looked in their mirrors, they saw a samurai standing at the entrance of the tunnel. What? People who walk through the tunnel, which I do all the time, and I can tell you is creepy AF. Well, then why do you do it all the time? I don't know. It's so fast. Like, it's creepy, but it's so convenient. Uh, It's kind of how I feel about when the government, you know, they're listening. I'm like, it's creepy that they know I was looking for watermelons, way to cut watermelons. But that that tip, I like was cutting a watermelon. And then I went on Pinterest for a minute and it was like, here's the best way to cut a watermelon. Right. Like, you like read my mind. Creepy. So weird. So convenient. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. They claim that they have felt a hand on their shoulder seeming to hold them back from going into the tunnel as if to protect them from the ambush. 
People always say that the ghost has never felt threatening and almost shy and protective. Whoa. But they always see him in full samurai armor to include a helmet, just like my daughter's friend saw during the, during the sleepover. We recently went to the samurai museum that had authentic full suits of armor and the silhouette of broad shoulders and stocky legs matches the shadow that I still see out of the corner of my eye. Wow. In my tunnel-like hallway. After more research, I found out that during World War II, the Korean War U.S. service members dug over 260 caves and tunnels into the cliffs around base to act as bunkers. That's wild. I know. Transportation networks and even an underground hospital that could hold 500 people. Oh my gosh. So my theory is the ghost of the samurai isn't in fact trapped in the tunnel where he was ambushed, but he can use the tunnel network to visit different tunnels throughout the base including my tunnel of the hallway. He comes to visit my daughter because he knows that her daddy, her protector, isn't there to keep her safe. So he is standing watch over us while my husband can't be here. Ridiculous, yes. Unlikely, yes. Probably (laughs) just seeing things from lack of sleep, yes. But is there a chance it is all true? Also, yes. I get it, girl. That's right. (laughs) And as silly as it sounds, I do feel a little safer knowing we have a samurai to keep us safe during these long deployments, even if he is just a ghost. (laughs) Thanks for reading, and thanks again for the laughs and company. Keep up the good work. P.S. I have included a picture of the tunnel... Of the yes. tunnel on a spooky, foggy day so you can get an idea of what it looks like and see where my daughter's special samurai protector lives, as well as a picture of one of the samurai armor exhibits we recently saw. Oh, well. Um, sayonara. Goodbye in Japanese. Jenny. Oh, man. Which one do I do tonight? <laughs> P.P.S. My daughter just asked me what I'm doing, and I told her that I am telling my spooky podcast friends about her ghosty friend, as she calls him. And that they might even read my letter on the podcast if we are lucky. Oh. And she screamed, really? Yes. I'm, going to, I'm going to go tell him. He's going to be so excited. Oh. And she ran to her room. Oh, my gosh. That, <laughs> uh, even as a skeptic, that makes, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. man, we better not joke too much. Right? If that doesn't make you want to read this on the podcast, I don't know what will. Mm. That is awesome. And I'll ask Jenny if we can post these pictures. But Oh, my. God, if I saw that in my house, yeah, no, I would. I would welcome him with open arms. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, so you'll you'll mock the fae. Well, but not a samurai. The fae doesn't quite (laughs) intimidate like a samurai does. Okay, Um, I won't say that. Oh my gosh. Okay, so amazing story, Jim. I know, a gem, a gem of a story. Yeah. Um. Okay. So much to unpack there. I think let's go with the believer side of things for for a minute. Okay, I love when you do. Okay, I'm gonna say yes, absolutely. This is a helpful samurai because he helped you get rid of that slumber party that <laughs> was driving you. I love how he's like friendly to everybody, but he's like, oh gosh, look, they're stressing her out. They're stressing her out. I better. Mom's just drinking wine again. Yeah, mom, ugh, she needs wine. <laughs> Don't worry, I got this, mom. Goes in there, he's like, just, just one time, I'm going to be a little scary to just, just the loudest one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, presents real big, a scary face. Oh my gosh, oh, that's well. funny. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, oh, sorry, I'm just sitting here thinking of everything that was just told to us. Okay, let's start. First story, cat. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, I even forgot about the cat. Okay, so 
I mean, I like Jenny so much. I want Jenny to keep writing. (laughs) (laughs) That I hesitate. Not to say that if I've ever debunked your story before, I didn't just absolutely love you. (laughs) I don't want to offend Jenny. But I feel like Jenny's pretty tough. Yeah. So. She's living in Japan with her husband deployed and two little kids. She's like tougher as tough as nails toughest person I've ever heard of. So, okay, here we go, Jenny. Um, I feel like you needed your kitty cat to be there. Like the cat that you have from home. Okay. You're homesick. Not the Um, one who's asleep on her belly. No, but the one that, I mean, that's a loss. Anybody who has had a pet pass away, that is like a family member losing a family member. So you're in this new place. Mm -hmm. You're desperate for something familiar. Um, So I think that it just kind of was like your, your stress, coping mechanism coming into play there. Like I really miss home. I really miss this cat that we lost. Yeah. I just need something else from home to be here. And that's kind of how that stress coping happened. Okay. If I'm going to be haunted by anything, I would love for it to be a pet. Uh, not a cat. Oh, sorry, Jenny. <laughs> sorry. That I feel like a ghost. That slipped so quickly. And I'm like, oh, I feel like a there. ghost cat wouldn't bother me. I wouldn't have the smell of the litter box. Okay, yeah. Okay. Which is kind of the worst or part. Or the feel of the claws, hopefully. Ooh, oh, whoa, yeah. No, know. that's true. But like a little a little stepping on my bed. Yeah. Like, oh, that's cute. That's sweet. There's that some sweet. cats that if I don't have to smell them or feel them, I think they're cute. Right, right. I mean, I loved my cat that I had. She was poly. <laughs> I had a cat for a while. I know that that's You so- told us. You okay, told us. Okay, Polly Prissy Pants. Yeah, I they know about Polly. Oh, okay. Sorry. I must've been drunk when I said that. <laughs> anyway, she was fine until she wasn't. But anyway, I don't know where to go with that. Cause I already said, she, okay. So, All right. So, so we're going to move on. Okay. So I feel like you're going to blame stress. Okay. Stress coping mechanism happening there. Okay, fine. What about these, this dark samurai shadow? Hmm. <sighs> okay. Here's a very interesting thing that I don't think I've ever thought of before this story okay like we hear it's kind of like a a stupid thing to admit or or an ignorance of mine to admit when i think of ghosts or like people seeing past lives of course i always just think of like american looking ghosts like (laughs) (laughs) so weird well from colonial times or like whatever yeah but of course there would be like in Japan where there once were samurais. Yeah. But I've never thought of that before. So you have never watched like the new unsolved mysteries. There's a whole, there's no. a big episode about some great flood that killed a bunch of people. And then they're like whole town. No it's crazy haunted, but like, like even Vikings, like I've never thought of like a Viking ghost coming back or something. You know it's what I mean? So weird like, to me. No, I never have. I mean, I don't know. I guess just because I've always heard American ghost stories. So yeah, it's just wild to me that I'm like, oh my gosh. So I wonder, because now I'm back to being a skeptic. Okay. So you go to this foreign country and you're learning about its history and you're kind of being inundated by all of these different visuals and things that are happening. And so it's a lot of new information to sort in your mind. Mm-hmm. And so you start to hear the history. You start to see these visuals of things that you don't normally see back yeah. where you're from. Did she tell us where she was from? No. America. But that's all we know. Okay. I'm going to guess there weren't samurais there. Probably not. Okay. So um, you go to this new place. And so 
when you start to see a shadow, you're associating it now with something brand new. Like it's not just, it's, it's almost like it becomes bigger than what it would have if you were back home. Hmm. Okay. That's it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> you look like you wanted so much more. Like, I did. That's it. Like it's okay. just, it's just your imagination. Uh, no, so sorry, not Jenny. with all those people seeing it and that little girl. Yeah, but all those people seeing it. That's the same. That's exact same. Like people here saying, like, oh, at Waverly, we see so many ghosts at Waverly. Yeah, it's a place, a location that has had so much trauma mm-hmm. associated with it that yeah. you can't imagine. That trauma not exactly sticking around. I'm sure it does. Well, I think that we want it to. We no. need it to. Like as human beings, okay, we need it to mean something. So, so it can't just be something that happened. It's like wow, all of that trauma happened in this building. That's got to mean something. Yeah. And so we want to tie so much meaning onto it. And so then that meaning takes form in stories, and stories take form in all sorts of different ways. And so now you've got this haunting that is happening because we need it to mean something. Hmm. So we need our brains to justify why that trauma happened and how it should not be forgotten. So we kind of go into these folklore and these stories and these urban legends and things like that, because we need to tie it to something. So that happens in other countries as well. So Uh now you've got, samurais and you've got earthquakes and you've got but things she that, had never seen she hadn't seen that samurai like armor she hadn't seen that exact samurai yeah no armor no. however i can picture even before you show me that i could picture what a samurai looked like right but like i wouldn't have ever thought of the stocky legs and that for a samurai no i don't i think of their like headgear like maybe belly button up when i'm thinking of a samurai Oh, no, I can picture their toenails, Aaron. (laughs) No, I would definitely picture, like, a certain type of body for, like, a warrior. Yeah. Fighters not going to have, like, little chicken legs. Come on now. (laughs) I think the armor is part of the, what made it so stocky, though. Right, which then solidifies what I'm saying, All right, here's the point. I think you're wrong. That's what I think. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that. I just think that maybe, like, the shift in cultural differences. Yeah. Uh, it still equates to the fact that like humans are human beings and we need meaning. We search for it. We want it. We need it to all kind of make sense. And yeah. so hauntings and stories like that, having a sweet baby who passed away and this God love this mother who, who passed away as well, needing that, to carry on like yeah. needing that to mean something and needing that to have, um, you know, and I love the way that she handles it. Like it's with care. Yeah. So when she hears that, whether it's her own perception happening, she's still handling it with care, which I think is really cool. Yeah. So she's not afraid. I think that's the most, that to me is the strangest part about this. Yeah. Which also kind of tells me, it's some sort of weird coping mechanism that she's having. No. Because she's not terrified. So it's almost care. like her. I mean, I would be terrified if I saw a samurai in my house. If I heard infant feet in my house. I'm not scared of that little ghost that lives in my house. 
when he presents himself as a little boy. I think you are coping with some stress. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had it in a while and I've been pretty stressed. So I feel mm, like, um, well, no, whatever not. kind of certain type of stress that was. All right. No, I don't know. That's just what I'm going to go with. Also, I feel like I, you could argue that and I could go with it. But the fact that it sounds like she had not learned all the history about the samurai mm-hmm. and the tunnels mm-hmm. until after she had already seen this presence in her hallway. Right. Made those own connections just with what she knew already of mm-hmm. samurai. Mm-hmm. And then she learned more about it and was like, oh, all of these pieces fit mm-hmm. after. I didn't know any of that beforehand. Well, okay, but here's the thing is that her hallway looks like a tunnel. It's not a tunnel. Yeah. It looks like a tunnel. All right. So, I mean, there is that. Like, it's not an actual tunnel leading to another place that of whatever. It's It just is tunnel-esque. You like that word I just made tunnel, <laughs> Tunnel-esque? Tunnel-esque. Okay. It looks kind of like a tunnel. So All right. It reminds her of a tunnel. And then you have the samurai story. And so then, then you know, our brains are constantly looking how to fit things together. Yeah. So then you learn about the samurai. All right. You learn about the stocky legs, or you see that, and this could have just been the shape of a shadow that she continues to see for whatever reason. Like she even said, it might just be the angles of the house. She sees this angle thing. It looks strange. When she looks directly at it, it's not there because it is a shadow of some sort. Okay. And then she sees that, and it kind of matches. All right. I mean, her daughter's talking to it. It's her friend. Yes. She even says, I had an imaginary friend as well. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to your fan favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I hate when you get so um, shut down. I'm not shut down. Okay. I'm not shut down. I just Mm -hmm. don't believe your Mm -hmm. theories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I will choose to believe that. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I got a good one for tonight. And <laughs> you I was say sick. that every week. I know. Imagine <laughs> that. Because they're all my favorites. I know. It's true. Well, Mine too. Okay. So it was Kismet. I walked in here tonight and you had a little Patreon. Uh, little, thank you card. A thank you card for me to sign. I'm like, who's this for? Savannah. And guess what? I'm like, oh, <laughs> Savannah is my fan favorite. Oh, yay. Yes. So Savannah is our pick for this week. Of course, I say all of the nice things that I always say. <laughs> and then Savannah says, oh, thank you so much. I love you, ladies. I just binged and got all caught up. And now I'm sad that I have to wait Aww. every week. LOL. I've never joined a Patreon before, but oh. I was just thinking about joining you, ladies. I would love for you to plug Phoenix Rising Rescue based in Pensacola, Florida. They are an amazing dog rescue that specializes in pit bulls. Oh, found- my favorite. Your favorite. You love pit bulls. The founder, Carrie, runs it all out of her house and is completely donation-based. Wow. I know. It's amazing. So we will definitely donate to Carrie and her organization called Phoenix Rising Rescue. Oh, also, I don't really have any ghost stories, but one fun little tidbit. Oh. So right here, I think Savannah leaves out a little part where either it's her spouse or her partner. So I'm just going to say partner. Okay. One night, I had a very vivid and realistic dream that I was being chased through his, I'm guessing partner, her partner, chased through his grandmother's house by the creepiest old witch. I told him about it the next day, and he informed me that his grandmother's side of the house is related to the Bell Witch. Ooh, what? Shut your face. I want all those stories. And they've always thought that their house was haunted. His mom and sister confirmed it. And in case you're wondering, I consider myself a skeptical believer. Oh, and my pronouns are she, her. Perfect. Right? 
And I was like, this is perfect, Savannah. Aaron just texted me to tell me that you're a new Patreon, Aww. which is awesome. But please know that we are really just grateful for your support. Um, the way, the reason what put Savannah on the radar for me was a review. Oh, yeah. Savannah left a review. I was like, oh, hey there, Savannah. I see you. Yes. Um, speaking of which, we just got another new review. I know. Who's hippie? Lovely. This review was so kind. Y'all, these reviews. They make our whole day. They really do. I mean, we, we light up. We read them. We text each other. Text. We got a new text. Oh, we got a new review. Yeah, yeah we're still there, you all. We are oh, still yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, we're still babies. Oh, so we still get really excited. And so, hippie, whoever you are, yeah, thank you for your review. If I yes. knew who you were, you could be the next fan favorite. That's right. Reach out and tell me. But prove to me it's you. Imagine <laughs> somebody just coming out saying, that was me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, and then she says, I'm so excited. I've been thinking about joining you and you tip the scales. I guess when I asked her to be a fan favorite. Oh my goodness. Laughing out loud. I'm so bummed that I missed the lost boys watch. I know that was, oh, such a, good that was one a good one because it's my all time favorite movie ever. My mom introduced it to me when I was like 11 and then we just go on and on and on. So, oh my goodness. I won't read her back and forth, but, um, Savannah, we are so grateful for you. We're grateful for your support. We're grateful for your reviews. I can't um, wait for a movie night with her. Another, a movie night. I know. I um, love when we get new people on movie nights. Me too. I'm like, so yay, fun. I want to hear your personality. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so fun. So we actually get to talk to you, which yes. is great. Um, it's not one-sided anymore. So if you right. would like to become a Patreon, take it away, Aaron. Oh, okay. Did you think I was about to do it? No. <laughs> I didn't at all. <laughs> imagine if I just rolled it out one weekend. You would be floored. Oh my gosh. I would. I would I say. It's never going to happen. Kevin Cravens. Yes. No, what is it? Jim Craven, help me, Bob. Craven, Craven, what is going on with Jim Craven? I help, help me, Bob. Jim Craven, help me, Bob. That's amazing. I'm very impressed. I don't know. I'm became very impressed. Scottish all of a sudden. I love <laughs> Natalie's. Like, what? She's my long lost best friend. I'm channeling her. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> go on. If you would like to join us on Patreon, just like Savannah, you can find this information on. Our website at www.myskepticalsister.com, where you can write your stories in. You can find out about live shows, which we have one July 14th at Third Term Brewery in Oldham County. Can you believe it? We have another live show. <laughs> I'm so excited. You can rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please tell your friends. Tell them we need your stories. You can also write those stories in to myskepticalsister at gmail.com. And you can find us on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Yep. I think it. that's everything. And we will talk to you next week. All right. Mayo Tipsicall. What was that one? Cree. La, 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 la. Or Junior from Little Giants. She spoiled your whole moment. <laughs> I know. Always. <laughs> Quit. Quit, Ellie. Angie. Pretty. Oh, Lord. <laughs> was that Angie talking to No. It's <laughs> Natalie still. Oh, my gosh. It scared me. Jinx bubbed up. Jinx? Jinx craving help my bub. Jinx craving help my bub. Scared me to death. Scared me to death. Jinx craving help my bub. It scared me to death. Shut up. I can roll my hours. And you can. Okay. Skirt. <laughs>
I'm just saying, you need to call. <laughs> You're welcome. <coughs> Thank you. See you. how empathetic I am? I do. In fact, it was a nice, cozy place with a beautiful view of Japan. Cliffside. You might want to read that again. Okay. You said view. Okay, thank you. Japan. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to, if you like saying view, view. <laughs> with a beautiful view of of a Japan. <laughs> shut up. You're right. You should have kept it view. Pensacola. Pensacola. <laughs> Hold on. Let me try that again. And our uncle Gerard. Gerard. <laughs> Gerard. I think that's Gerald. Let's, let's go with Gerald. That sounded, okay. That sounds more like a name than Gerard. <laughs> uh, could be Gerard. Could be, but it's not. It's oh. Gerald. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's definitely Gerald. Okay. I just made up a word. Okay. A sound, really. It wasn't even a word. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let me drink some more of this watermelon shit. <laughs> Just say his normal and keep going. You already explained it. I feel like you are so um, annoyed by me right now. No, I'm not at all. Okay. I'm not at all. I want to be done because my feet are cold. Okay. I want to sit in there. What? In there. You just want to say in there. What? <laughs> sure. Oh, we don't know what Carrie's pronouns are. She says she oh, runs oh. it at her house. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't really, I forgot that part. Okay, fine. Golly. <laughs> I hate when you get so um, shut I'm, down here. I'm not shut down. Okay. I'm just trying to finish it in three seconds. Oh, oh just tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Um, what else do we have on that website? Nothing else. <laughs> you can- <laughs> Stop. I have three minutes.